Blog Talk Radio. everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and we are back for part two of our little, I don't know, I guess if you have two episodes, you can't really call it a mini-series, right? But anyway, part two of are you energetically or accidentally canceling out your manifesting? So we had um, a lot of questions come in from the last And I wanted to go ahead and give you five more nuances to how you may be energetically canceling out your manifesting. Now, I know this is a hot topic and everybody is kind of into manifesting. One of the biggest keys is um, working strategically not just tactically, looking at the whole ecosystem of what you're attempting to do and evaluating that in a more holistic way. When I say holistic, I don't mean like health food. I mean like uh, making sure that you are evaluating what you're doing and you're manifesting from four quadrants. And those four quadrants include the physical world that you're in, the energetic world that you're in, so frequency, 5D frequency, 3D physical, but then also your mental approach and your emotional approach, okay? And then all of that is supported by energetic hygiene. So that means that you should be clearing your energy as much as you clear your physical body. So every day you're brushing your teeth a couple times a day, every day you're taking a shower, a bath, whatever, you should be focusing on clearing your energy at least once a day if not more, I'll probably do a different show on exactly what to do, but you should be asking yourself, okay, have I done my energetic hygiene today? Have I cleared? Because if you don't have a clear field, it is really easy to mess up your manifesting, okay? You can sit and do meditations and affirmations and vision boards and, you know, I don't know, time. what do they call those? Um, some people call them... Uh, the timelining things and parallel realities and all of that. But if you're doing it on gunky energy, you know, they say you can't put lipstick on a pig. Well, I guess you can, but it doesn't quite work. It's the same thing. If you have gunky energy and you're trying to bring in the new stuff, then it just creates more resistance, okay? And gunky energy includes things like constantly thinking the most negative, constantly, you know, catastrophizing, comparing and competing, um, procrastinating on what's really meaningful to you, feeling unworthy of what you're asking for. There's lots of hidden blocks, and, you know, I mean, there's plenty. That's probably another whole show, too. But it's really important to make sure that, first of all, your energetic hygiene, that you've done your clearing. So even if it's just before you sit down and do your manifesting work, 
um, which requires its own quiet space. Like, don't try to do this in the shower and driving down the highway and, you know, when you're working out. It really requires that you sit down and you have an anchoring session, a formal anchoring session with your manifesting where you're really just focused on that as the sole activity. So your brain waves are all going for in one direction. It's not like your body cycling on a bicycle and then you're trying to listen to a podcast and you're thinking about, oh yeah, I think I want, you know, a trip to Tahiti. Like it doesn't it that's not going to take. Okay? It's just too many moving parts, too many, you know, crisscrossing um distractions. Okay, so that so Energetic hygiene, super important. Looking at this whole thing holistically, looking at your manifesting strategically is, is very, very important. And that's, again, that might be another, <laughs> another podcast. But when I say that, I, I think that what happens is, and I've seen this a lot when people first start in my classes, they come in and they're like, well, I tried this and I've tried that and I've tried this and I've tried that. And it's all one tactic to tactic to tactic to tactic. And one of the things that when you're, I was a, I have an MBA in marketing and I was in the marketing world for a very long time. And I guess, you know, essentially when you have an online business, you're still in the marketing world full time. Um, but it's important to understand that when you're doing an advertising campaign, like I worked in major advertising, had major advertising agencies that I managed for um, the corporations I was working for and consulting for. And one of the things that would, you know, you'd have people come in and say, okay, well, the client says, okay, well, we want a coupon because that coupons get great statistics. And it's like, okay, but what does the coupon connect to? How are you going to communicate about that coupon? What is it? You know, what about all the people who don't use the coupon? What about the waste of the coupon? And you have to think, okay, where does that fit into the strategy? And one of the things is that it's, it's, at the time, it was seven touches to a customer before they would actually buy the product. So you could do a one-off, but like, you know, the corporations know this, so they would do a whole marketing campaign, a full strategy. But when I got to the online marketing world, people would say, oh, the the best thing is the video. We need a video. Okay, and then they, that would go out. They, that videos wouldn't work, so then they run over. Okay, we need to be on Twitter. And then they, that wouldn't work by itself. And then, oh, well, you know, it's it's got to be Instagram, you know, and oh, TikTok, and, you know. And the way that a campaign really works is you have multiple multiple touches in various areas of people's lives. So some people are going to be more auditory. So, yeah, you might want to have a podcast, and then some people are more visual. So then you might want to put your podcast on YouTube, you know, so people can watch some sort of slideshow with the podcast. And then, you you know, you have um, something in print. Some people like to read so that you get notes from your show and you put a blog post up. And some people are like a little snippet, so then maybe you do a reel about, the you know, for Instagram or TikTok for that same topic. But it goes like, the same topic is covered in five, six, seven different ways, right? So that's what we consider to be a strategic approach, a big picture approach, understanding the ecosystem of what you're trying to do and then what you're trying to manifest, understanding that ecosystem, and then making sure that all of your dots connect, right? So if you go on, you know, Gaia TV and you see a show with, you know, the late Wayne Dyer, and he says, oh, you know, you, the wish is fulfilled. And then you go over and you run over to Instagram, and there's some little new person with the tarot card saying, oh, you know, well, you know, Mercury is out of something, and this is that, so that could never happen, you know. And then you run to the 
it's not it's not a strategy. Right? It's tactic to tactic. They're not connected. And then people have a tendency, and this is the worst thing that happens. People have a tendency to start then saying, oh, that doesn't work. Oh, that was a fad. Oh, that didn't count. Oh, that. And they're just looking for the new thing, the new flavor of the week. Right? You don't want to be that. That's like muggle beings, right? What you want is the magician approach. And magicians, when you say magician, and I mean magician meaning that you recognize your fluency, your 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 energetic abilities, you recognize that you are an ulti, you know, an infinite being. You recognize that there's way more of energetic you than there is of physical you, and you start to be able to get fluent in that and flip the switch so that your energy proceeds, your energy, your frequency is first, and then the the physical follows where your frequency goes. And when you understand that, even just that basic idea you're already a zillion times ahead of the average person. Now, when you start to think of your manifesting as a project for a particular thing, when you start to create a strategic approach, and then within that strategy, you will have five to seven tactics that you're doing so that you're covering all of the frequency movement of that so that you want that manifesting strategy, then that's a totally different thing because now you're kind of sealing it in a cocoon where it can actually incubate. If you're doing this tactic and that tactic and running here and running there, you're creating a mess. Okay, It's like saying, okay, I'm going to bake a cake, but I'm only going to use flour today. Ah, the flour didn't work by itself. Oh, let me just try the butter. Oh, the butter... Butter, the butter by itself, oh, you know, okay, let's get the cocoa. I wanted chocolate anyway. Oh, but the cocoa without the sugar is not going to work, right? You need a recipe. You need that strategy, right, if you think of a recipe as strategy. Okay, so that not having a manifesting strategy is one of the things that can cancel out your manifesting without you knowing. Because unbeknownst to you, you're like, okay, well, these people all over here, there's all kinds of testimonials that they use, you know, this mind method thing, and that just worked wonders. And, you know, if I just do that, then that's going to work. Oh, there's a tapping thing going on there. I can manifest with just that. Well, you know what? Tapping fits in under energetic hygiene because it's a clearing thing, um, and it's a movement of frequency thing. you know, meditating is a, cent- is, a, is a centering thing, okay? But when you're actually channeling, and I teach this in the academy, when you're actually channeling your higher self, meaning you're getting a two-way ongoing conversation, this is not trans-channeling, this is not going to the trans, talking like somebody else. But when you have that personal channeling ability with the rest of you, with the energetic side of you, where you can have tactical, tangible, conversational relationships with your energetic side of you, that side that's connected fully and consciously to the infinite, which has all the answers, all the solutions, all of the help, all of the inspiration, when you have that two-way conversation where you know how to initiate it, how to recognize when your higher self is initiating something to you, how, you know, knowing how your higher self works with the environment, with sending messengers, with sending messages, how to know the difference between a sign, a symbol, a synchronicity, a long-form message, how to know how to get that message down on paper or on a recorder, how to know how to trust it, right? how, to, how to feel a sense of knowing instead of being attached to thinking and analyzing and judging and truncating yourself, right? 
when you get that going, then you're creating that environment that allows these manifestations to just pop. Okay? So, number one for today, when I was talking about the continuing, you know, ways that you could potentially cancel out your manifesting is not having a strategy. Um, Number two is gripping. Trying to control how it shows up. Okay? Now, when you're just working tactically, so you have one thing, then you're not doing, and you're not doing the energetic hygiene piece, and you're not, you know, um, <clears throat> maybe adding in some of the other, those other pieces. It is easy to grip because now it's like, okay, I'm attached to my desire. I really want this thing. It really means something to me. Most manifesting systems that are out there now, they do say, oh, you know, you should be emotional about what you want. Some people get very emotional, but they don't know, understand the difference between an emotional engine for manifestation, and listen to me carefully, an emotional attachment. So having using emotion as a magnetic force for manifestation is very different. It's a fuel. It's very different than emotional attachment, which means two things. When you're emotionally attached to something, it means I can't be happy until I get this thing. So I have now put myself on hold until I get this thing. Well, your dominant emotion is what will bring, it's, it's the magnetic force that brings the thing to you. Your thought process, your thinking, your desiring is the intention. So that's the electrical force. That goes out. But the feeling piece is what brings it in. If you're feeling so much that you're attached, meaning I, you know, I, 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 I got to have this, I got to have this, then you are more than likely arresting your happiness until you get it. Like it's not real until it's in your hands, and then you are not allowed to have that emotion until it's in your hands. So then you play with the emotion because somebody said to, but you're not really using it as fuel. You're actually now using it as repellent because when you are emotionally attached, I'll tell you what emotion you're really promoting. You might think you're saying, okay, I'm going to practice joy. I'm going to be joyful about this. Oh, I'm going to be happy about this. What you're practicing in reality, the dominant emotion always wins, whether your mental mind is letting you recognize it or not. So in reality, what you're practicing is fear. When you're emotionally attached, you're arresting yourself in what I consider to be a frequency purgatory because you're putting yourself in a holding pattern because you're waiting. Then instead of being you know, open to receive, now you're, it's, there's a defensiveness coming up because it's like, don't let me down. I'm going grip, to grip harder. Don't let me down. Don't let me down. I've been let down before. So now you start going into the past. Let me just say this to you. You will never find what you want in the past. Even if you got it before in the past, frequencies move, change, and evolve. You cannot, you're not going to duplicate that old frequency, nor do you want to. So go forward. 
When you start to feel stuck, say, I have to go forward. Because when you start to feel stuck, your mental mind, your 3D mind will always pull you into the past. And what, and then they're pulling into blame and shame and guilt and fear and all those things. All that little negative emotional cocktail, killer to actualizing what it is you're trying to manifest. Absolutely stops it right at the door. Like Amazon delivers, but it doesn't make it to your door. Okay, so it says, yes, we're delivering, but the box is in here. You open the door, it's not there. Because you don't open the door, right? You, you know, if you don't open the door, you don't get the box, right? So we need to be open. So the gripping is a major, not having a strategy, gripping and trying to control how something shows up. That's the second one. The third one is manic manifesting. Overachieving, over-orchestrating, trying to do, okay, I'm going to do 10 different systems all at once. Okay, oh, oh, yes, I need to light a candle. Okay, I need a crystal. Okay, I need a wand. Okay, I need to, okay. If you're doing it with that type of feeling around it, now there's nothing wrong with crystals, wands, affirmations, vision boards, and all that stuff. But if you're kind of running harem scarum, kind of doing it like a type A, like, you know, not not slowing down, not really feeling and sinking into the beingness of that thing that you're desiring or that scenario or that relationship or whatever it is. If you're not, if you're manic about it, frenetic about it, then that also implies distrust and fear, massive repellents. Might as well take a can of Raid and spray your manifestations down. Okay? Worry is negative prayer. Worry is when that, when worry is your dominant emotion, what that does is it creates what you're worrying about. Now, I know that sounds cliche, but it's true because the universe is very neutral. It's not saying, oh, she doesn't want that. And this is another thing. Please, always know, the universe can't go around all of your skepticism, negativity, and prove itself to you. This is not a parental relationship. Okay? This is input in, input out. <laughs> you know, output out, input in, output out. Meaning that there's no attachment from universal energy to prove to go around all that fear and shame and blame and guilt and skepticism and we call that protective pessimism. Some people take great pride in all of the ways that they hold themselves and protect themselves and ensure themselves and skepticize themselves and then they wonder why everything's so small and why nothing moves and why everything seems to stay the same. Have you lived 10 years or have you lived one year 10 times? You're going around and around and around and around and around and around and around. You bounce up a little, you bounce down a little, but you're still going around and around. That means that you're holding, you're in a holding pattern, you're in an energetic purgatory of your own making. Because if you're, you know, gripped with skepticism, universal energy isn't going to say, okay, let's prove ourselves to her so she can, you know, that's, that's what, you know, teenagers do to parents. I have to prove myself to my parent, I have to make my parent proud all of that kind of thing. That becomes quite dogmatic. Okay, so manic manifesting um, is when you want to really evaluate if you're doing that and, and, and slow down. Okay, slow down, pick one system, and go deep with that as opposed to why trying to do all these different things. Now, 
if you are going to do, and, and like I said, we I was talking about having a strategy and you're going to have different things that you're doing, but that means you're going to do your energetic hygiene. You're going to make sure you do some sort of centering activity, which is meditation. Then you're going to make sure you do some sort of clearing and cleansing type of activity like smudging. And you're going to make sure that you, you know, work on raising the emotional vibration of things, really focusing on lifting up and practicing one type of feeling tone, you know, happiness, joy, awe, relief, all that kind of thing. Then you might have one system where you, you know, whether it's creative visualization or whichever manifesting system you like, you know, of your choice. I have one in my academy where, you know, we have a, a full system that I use but whatever, you know, listen to the podcast, you're not in the academy, whatever is, you know, your your manifesting principle of choice, then you do that. But that's part of an environmental thing that you're doing so that you can do this with enough clarity and then enough potency, enough, you know, um, momentum, right? And then you have to do it long enough, right? So that comes to when you're manic manifesting, you're not doing anything long enough. So when you're fluent, like for myself, I'm very fluent in all of this stuff. I can manifest several things. I've, you know, even in the last week, I noticed, you know, I've had an uptick. <clears throat> things happen in in an hour. I'll think of something, and then an hour later, something's coming. You know, I'm getting a, some sort of output from the universal energy, whether it's a sign, a symbol, a synchronicity. Uh, you know, saying, yeah, you know, we got that message. Um, but if it's something a little bit bigger, let's say it involves other people, um, three days is, like, if I'm doing something really big, <clears throat> excuse me, and I'm, like, you know, sitting in my meditation chair and, and I'm really working the energy and the frequency, I'm really working on something that I would consider to be big. The universe doesn't think anything is big, but humans are humans, you know, myself included. It'll be about three days, and then I will start to see a readout. So if it's, you know, and sometimes it'll be that same day. Sometimes it'll be within hours. But a lot of times, especially if it's something new or something that's, you know, kind of lodged out of um, heavy emotions, the things going on or whatever, three days. A lot of times, now, if you're not fluent, because I do energetic hygiene every day, I'm, I don't doubt what I'm Manifesting. I'm not doubting myself in the process, and I'm not second guessing everything. I'm not comparing myself to other people. I'm fluent in all of this. I'm very comfortable with it. So, you know, anywhere from an hour to three days, generally I see something. But if you're not fluent, and and let me just say this: I see something, and it might be the step to take towards that thing. So it's not necessarily I dream of genie blink and poof, there it is. Okay, a twinkle the nose like bewitched and poof, there it is. Sometimes it is, but nine to nothing, it's, you know, you get within that that period, time period, whether from one hour to three days, I'm getting the next step to take and some sort of symbol, synchronicity, sign that, yes, you, you know, your message has been received. Yes, you're in the right direction. Here's what we need you to do on the physical. Okay, this is what we're doing on the energetic. So in 5D, we're doing this. But in 3D, we need you to do this, right? They may need you to fill out. You want to get into a specific, you know, university. Well, you got to fill out the application. 
right? You can't just say, okay, universe, fill out the application for me. You could maybe say, channel the application through me. So like, let's say you have a college essay to write, you could channel that if you're fluent in, in how to channel your higher self, yes. But you still have to pick up the piece of paper or the computer or whatever you do now. It's been a long time since I was applying for college. But, you know, whatever you do, you still have to do the physical scribe work, right, into the computer, et cetera. And, you know, so there's there's that, there's a to-do list, right? As soon as you do it, the task that you receive to do, the next one will be given to you. A lot of people, and this is another thing that will kill your manifesting, they want to know, they want their manifesting journey to be outlined like a navigation system, like they're going to go from like, you know, you know, drive from New York to Chicago. They want all the turns and all the highways and byways and what the toll roads are and what the scenic roads will be and, you know, all of that before they'll leave the house, right? Well, that's not how manifesting works. That's not how, how universal energy works because you're choosing in each moment and you're being sent messages in each moment. So you're getting over 100 messages a day are coming in from your higher self. If you don't know how to interpret those messages, then it's kind of like going into a, you know, a restaurant, uh, an Italian restaurant in Italy where they're all speaking Italian. If you only speak English, you're, you, you know, you might hear ravioli, spingili, but you don't know what all the da 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 is, right? So that will happen in the, um, you know, in, in frequency work too. If you're not fluent in the language, you might, you know, your higher self is talking to you all day long, and you see 1111. Oh, I know that. that. That I think that's something. I saw 1111. Let me take a picture on my phone. Let me take a screenshot. Ooh, 1111. You know, it means something. I saw that yesterday, too. Well, you know what? In between this 1111 and the last one you saw, you probably missed like 500 messages from your higher self because you don't know how to interpret them. Because it's not like your higher self isn't talking to you. Oh, my angels don't talk to me. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. But can you understand it? Okay. So we don't want to do manic manifest manic manifesting. We don't want to start the you know gripping and trying to orchestrate everything. You want to pay attention to those signs, and you want to be able to get quiet enough so that you can actually perceive that next step, and then take the step. A lot of people are like, you know, I get this feeling that I should do this, but you know that I'm thinking maybe I shouldn't. No, no, do it. Just do it. And then the next one will come. Well, if I do that, I don't know what to do after that, so I'm just going to wait and see if I get anything else. Maybe I'll see 11-11 again. Like, hello? <laughs> no. Seeing things like 11-11, 444, you know, the, the numbers, getting symbols and synchronicities, really is kind of equivalent to the text message ringtone. So you hear the loop, and it's like, oh, where's my phone? I think I got a message. But it's not the message itself. It's just a bloop, an alert that there's a message waiting. So seeing 444, 1111, that's like think, oh, that's my text ringtone. I should be stopping and listening. And you can say, hire yourself, hey, I, I, I think you want to talk to me. You want to give me a message. Can you give me, you know, a message? Can you tell me what it is you want? Or can you lead me to something? And then you can keep your eyes wide open, keep your ears open, keep your 
cells open. You, like, you know, that you want to feel that knowing, right? They say, oh, I knew within every cell of my being. That's where you want to be, okay? So next thing that people do that really cancels out their manifesting is when they start to see things like 1111, they say, okay, I sat down, I did this meditation, I did this visualization, I did my energetic hygiene, and then, boom, there comes a sign. Ooh, there's a, ooh, I think that was like an inkling of a message. I'm getting an insight about something that I hadn't thought of before. That might be a message. And then you go, then people go, well, that was weird. No, 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 no. You don't want to do that. When you say that was weird, you take a big Sharpie with red ink and you go and make a big giant X. You've just been repellent. Because if, if weird, the way that manifesting, you know, they talk about, I know Abraham talks about all the time, the path of least resistance. Well, the path of least resistance means that what you're desiring needs to be normalized. It needs to feel like, you know, a natural next step. Not like some big, huge miracle has to drop down out of the sky for you to get whatever this thing is you want. And that's why your manifesting uh, delivery system layers in. It's, It's kind of rare. Well, I shouldn't say rare. I don't want to predispose you to anything. But it's it's a little bit less um, prevalent to get all of it at once because your your energetic system, your frequency has to raise for you to get what you're desiring. So most people don't know how to raise their frequency. And even if you do, you have to get used to it and maintain it and all those kind of things. So if you say that's weird, then you're saying, oh, that's not normal. And then you push it away because your mental mind doesn't want to receive anything that's weird. Your mental mind has been taught to repel things that are weird, to doubt them, to be skeptical, to push back, to protect yourself. So you're saying, yes, no, and you're including push me, pull you energy, but I want my stuff, but that's weird. I want my stuff, but that's weird. I don't really want to, that's weird, but I don't, you know, come on, <laughs> okay? It's just like if an Amazon guy comes to your house and he knocks on the door, you open the door and you look at him and you slam it in his face. He's like, I wasn't kidding me right now. <laughs> he knocks on the door again. Okay, you open the door, ah, and you slam it in this. I mean, come on. It doesn't work. So stop saying that's weird. And instead say, huh, that's interesting. That's much more invitational. Okay, well, if that was something, and I, you know, I'm, I'm new to this, I'm not, maybe not that fluent yet, but hey, you know, hire yourself. That looked interesting to me. Can you give me some reinforcement? Can you give me another thing? I'm open. I'm all ears. What do you got for me? And you can be that casual. In fact, that's normal. Talk to your higher self the way you would talk to your friend. And it's the friend you like, not the friend you don't like, okay? So don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, you want to talk to, like, you want it to be colloquial. You want it to be natural. You know, you want it to kind of be the way that you naturally would be. It's much easier to be conversational the way you naturally be as opposed to, bless me, Father, if I have sinned. Uh, you know, like, you don't, you, you, prayer is a different thing. When we're talking about frequency-based abilities and you being able to communicate with the, the expanded energetic version of you, okay, that's a different track. This is more physiology than it is dogma or religion. Okay, this is the language of answered prayer. I said in my book, 
my first book, um, you know, there's like 160 different types of divination. I think it's actually more like 600, but I'm don't quote me on all the numbers, but a lot of systems of divination. Like every single culture has something in it that whether it's mystics or prophets or jinns or, you know, channelers or mediums or whatever, they all have a way of getting answers back from the questions they're asking of that power that's greater than themselves, whether they call it God or Allah or Yahweh or Jehovah or whatever. They call them the prophets. She's prophesizing. Oh, she's speaking in tongues. Oh, she's getting the, the messages from, you know, the Holy Spirit, whatever it is, right? So if God is going to make so many ways to ask it questions, what, like starting conversations with billions of people, giving billions of people the ability to have a conversation with it, wouldn't it make sense that it would create an equally robust system of how to get the answers? Like why would you start a one-way conversation with like a, several billion people? Like why does that even make any sense? <laughs> right? So think about it. So if you're asking, 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 but you don't, you're not fluent in the way of receiving the prayer. You're really fluent in the know how to ask. Now, how many times have you said, "Oh God," said, "Oh God, please, I need you to help me with da 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 da." Okay, so we all ask incessantly, but then when it comes to getting the answers, oh, that's weird. Ooh, oh, ooh, uh, what is that? That's another day. That's that's energetic history. Another class, another day. <laughs> Not going into it right now. Okay, so we want to stop saying that's weird. Strike it out of your vocabulary so that you can have your manifest and come forward. And you, instead you want to say, oh, that's interesting. Oh, wow, look at that. Huh, that's curious. Oh, I'm curious about what that is. I'm not quite sure, but I'm curious about it. What else you got? Okay, that's a much better approach. And then the fourth, well, I guess this is the fifth thing. Um, not following the signs. So I guess I just did talk about that. But you're going to get these signs, symbols, and synchronicities. Step through the door. Okay? So I, I'd already talked about that. So let's get to this next one that I have on my list here. And that is not counting things when they come through as real. So Instead of saying they're weird, it's like, ah, that's, that's not real. That's, you know, it, it didn't like come out like Harry Potter. Like it didn't come like out of the end of a wand with like a big poof, you know. So, oh, that's not real. I could have probably gotten that mortgage anyway. Oh, I could have, could have gotten that, you know. No. I was talking to somebody and I said, what do you, what has to happen for you to consider this thing, you know, this movement of getting what you desire into your hands, what what do you have to consider, what does it have to look like or feel like for you to consider it to be a manifested thing as opposed to an acquired thing? So acquired thing being like a 3D physical thing. Like I saved up my money, now I took the money out of the account and I'm going on my vacation. Like So that's an, like an acquired thing. But, you know, a manifested way is maybe you didn't have any money at all, you had no idea how you were going to pay for this vacation, but you sat yourself, in your, your chair, you felt yourself on this vacation, you felt the wind on your face, you felt the cruise ship, you felt the drink in your hand and the, you know, the, the cool sweat of the ice on the outside of the glass, wetting your hand and the salt air and 
hearing the, you know, the waves and watching the seagulls or whatever, the dolphins have blah, blah, blah. And you just did that from your, you know, your manifesting chair at your house and you just kept feeling it, sense it. And then you started to see things like commercials about it, things were coming up in your social media about it, and people start talking to you about it. And then out of nowhere, you, you know, you, you, something said, you know, open up, you know, this, this piece of mail or whatever. And, and it's a contest for a cruise and you just feel this knowing you just, on a whim to say, hey, you know what, I'm just going to, whatever. What what do you got to lose? That'll be funny. And, and it feels like there's something felt like you should you should try this and you win the cruise. So that's a manifested path, right? You had no idea how you're going to get it and then you got it, okay? Now, does that mean that, and you can hair split all you want, oh, that's manifested, oh, that's not manifested. I don't mean to imply that if you get something that doesn't, you know, have all those, you know, hoops and shoots and things that it doesn't count. Of course it counts. But I'm just trying to give you like a clear distinction. Okay. But here's the thing that happens. And I find this with a lot of the people who start in the academy, especially the my level one, before they get into our advanced alchemy mastermind. They get a message from the higher self, but they doubt that it was, oh, that probably is just not even real. Now, yeah, no, no, it was real. <laughs> you know, oh, that was just my thought. Oh, that, okay, well, how do I, you know, and they're spending more time on whether it's real or not than what it is. So you want to make sure that you're, as things come through, one of the, one of the, there's uh, several different ways, but for the sake of time, one of the ways that you know something is real is how you feel. Like if you're getting, your body and your frequency are connected. The very first stop, your frequency will try to get to you through your four clairs, which is clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, claircognizance. So that's energetic um, sight, energetic hearing, energetic knowing, um, energetic feeling. So I'll go through that first. But your body then is it is totally connected to that. So you might get a, a whoosh, a light feeling. You'll get covered in goosebumps. Um, for something negative, you might get a sinking feeling, you know. But your body will have some sort of physiological, you know, antenna that will say, hey, pay attention. Now, if you don't know that, or if you're constantly kind of inebriated, you like to be high a lot, and that can kind of taint this a little bit, right? Um, if you're not like, kind of present, this is why the energetic hygiene is so important, because it clears you, it gives you more of a, a, a clean slate, so when these messages land, you can discern them. Right? You can you can notice what they are. You can notice, oh, that's a message versus, oh, that was a thought. Or, oh, that was my will trying to manic manifest myself into getting this thing. Okay? So counting things when they are they come through as real is very important. So what I would say is if you're new to this, you're not fluent yet, something comes through, assume that it is a message. If you feel lighter or if you feel that sense of knowing, like that gut instinct, oh, I shouldn't do that, Man, no. follow it. Practice. This requires practice. I mean, oh, well, how do I get confident? Doing it. Oh, I want to be confident first. Doesn't happen. <laughs> you have to do it trial and error, trial and error, trial and success, trial and success, trial and success. And you'll stack on. And you'll you'll start to notice that if you are, you know, consistent, your higher self is going to show up 
more loudly, if you will, you know, more recognizably. And this is, this is you know, it's an ongoing practice. Now, let me give you one exercise you can do to practice and I think is helpful, um, especially if you've been sort of caught up in some of the stuff that I've described. Now, everybody gets caught up in the stuff I've described in these two shows. So don't feel bad if you're like, oh, God, I didn't just, you know, just say, oh, okay, huh, I got clarity, great. Now what, <laughs> right? Now what? So one of the things that I found um, when I was going through, like, my learning phase of all this stuff um, in the in the beginnings, in my beginnings, uh, a couple of decades ago, actually, one of the exercises that I found was really, really helpful. And whenever I need to kind of, let's say life gets a little wild and I need to go back to basics, this is one of the things. This is like, you know, ice skaters, figure skaters, they had their schooling figures, you know, where they just make circles with their blades and learn the inside edge and the outside edge. And, you know, they're, they're toe pick and blah, 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 and they're biomechanics, right? Well, this is one of those energetic techniques. This is a, a tactic that I think is really helpful. And that is to designate an asking day where you're just going to do all your asking. You're going to write your list. You're going to sit in your chair and do your scenes and visions and all that, that all that stuff. Maybe you'll make your vision board if you do vision boards or your mind movie if you do mind movies or whatever the things are. And then you're going to turn off the asking and you're going to have the next day be receiving day where you're just going to have a day where you're like, okay, I'm going to drive around today. I'm going to go through all my day and I'm just in receiving mode. I'm willing and open to receive from everything that's so good and everything that's uplifting and any signs, symbols, synchronicities. I'm not spending, you know, my day asking for this and asking for that and wondering if it's coming and judging whether I got it or not and wondering if I should do another vision board or light another candle or hold another crystal. I'm going to not do any of that. I'm just going to be in reception mode today. I'm going to be receiving. So in that case, you're going to keep a notebook with you, maybe like a little memo pad, and you're just going to say, I'm open. I'm just going to stay present. Now remember, you can only receive in the present moment. If you find yourself, your mind gets habituated to going to the past, then remember, pull yourself up out of that because you can't get what you're asking for in past frequency. So if you're thinking about, well, you know, if she only had done this and didn't do that, then we wouldn't have this problem and this problem and this problem. And then, you, go, you know, all of that, sucks the energy out of the present moment. It completely weakens and it completely cements you out of receiving what you're looking for. Because now all of your energy is going backwards. And you're not going to find those answers. So one of the reasons why, you know, you hear a lot of spiritual leaders talk about forgiveness is that if it's not forgiving like the person for hurting you, it's like forgiving the debt of the energy still being attached to that thing. They're saying, okay, I forgive you. Give me my energy back. Okay, thank you very much. I'm filling my spot back up. If you're sitting there perseverating over what somebody did two days ago, two hours ago, last week on that phone call and this, da, 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 
if you're doing it with emotion, not as opposed to evaluating, like a post-mortem evaluation, okay, what actually happened there in that release? Like, you know, like if you're with a therapist or something, you have to kind of go back and say, okay, what actually happened? So you can get clarity on what actually happened and tease that out so somebody can support you in getting more insight. That's a different thing. But if you're like perseverating on the past and, oh, man, I wouldn't be in this situation if they had just done this. And that's your 3D mind saying, I don't really know how to go forward, so I'm just going to keep going backwards because it's familiar to me, and right now I'm upset, so I want to feel familiar. Just a death to manifesting. <laughs> but your 3D mind will say it's a comfort zone, even if it's painful going over that memory over and over and over again. Okay? So what you want to do is say, I'm going to have asking days where I can just have at it, make all my lists, and go test drive the car in an open house of the house, and look up cruise ships on Google or whatever. But then on receptive days, on receiving days, is just you wake up, you say, okay, open to receive. I'm willing to accept. I'm able to allow. And I'm just going to be willing and listening. I'm listening today. And that's how you start that two-way conversation because then you give your higher self, your energy and frequency and, you know, all the things, access to you with a not just um, you know with attention access with attention right because normally you say oh well I'm always open to receive what I want but yeah but you're so busy and you're so busy in your head and your emotions are all over the place and you're you know running from place to place and attachment to attachment and this this relationship and that friendship and this she didn't do whatever there's no room and even if they send the messages which they are because you're getting over a hundred a day you won't get them because it's too much busy. So we want to make sure that on the receiving day, you say, okay, it's a quiet day. And the more advanced you get with this, the more acclimated you get to it, the more um, fluent you get to it, it, you will find that this is much easier. It'll be much easier to have the receptive days because they will be so filled with so much good stuff, signs, symbols, synchronicities, aha moments, you know, manifestations, things showing up. And you're like present enough to say, wow, wait a second. Oh, I forgot I had that on my bucket list. And boom, there it is. Right? And then you go into gratitude. Right? So on receptive days, if you find yourself falling back into like thought patterns and, you know, all that stuff, and you want to switch it immediately to gratitude. Thank you so much. And so it is. It's it's all already here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for delivering, you know, whatever it is I need to bring this thing in. Thank you for delivering it, period, right? But go into gratitude. So that's a great antidote for the racing thoughts is to just move into I'm going to just be quiet and open to receive, and I'm just going to be grateful for what I've accomplished so far, grateful for the opportunity to even know that I can, you know, play with this idea. And, and move on along. That's going to raise your frequency. That's going to make you much more receptive to receiving. That's going to allow you to have mistakes but know the antidote so that you're not like blowing yourself up and starting all over from scratch again or, God forbid, giving up on all of this and thinking it was just a stupid fad and, you know, you should just go back to your logic and work hard constantly and aimlessly, right? So, I hope this has helped. Um, I would. We are registering folks for the 5D Academy 
we start in classes in September, but we are registering now. Um, I've had a lot of nice registrations. I'm really excited about working with all the new people. And if you'd be interested in potentially um, in, you know, coming into our academy, uh, I'd love to see you there. And you can send me an email at support at ahamomentsinc.com, support at ahamomentsinc.com, and just put interested in learning more about getting fluent in 5D frequency. And we will get you information and a training video and things and an application and what have you. And we'll just talk and, and see what, you know, if it's a fit, what's a fit, and uh, how we can support you on your journey. Um, so I think that's it for today. I just wanted to say really give this some feel, not just some thought, some feel. Listen to it again. Listen to the first part again. And really be honest with yourself. And do a nice evaluation. Right? That's what we do when we're doing marketing strategy. We do a, a, a series of, let's say, a campaign, and we have five tactics going at the same time, and we're making sure that our lists are clear, and we're making sure that our tech is working. That's the energetic hygiene equivalent. And then we sit down as a group and we say, okay, what the hell just happened? How do we get these results? What did that work? Yes. Did that work? No. Okay, we're going to move that out, but what are we going to put in its place? And you're going to evaluate, and then you're going to go back out in the field and and, and work it again, and then you're going to evaluate. You're going to make some, you know, make some tweaks, and then you're going to evaluate. And that's how, you know, uh, you start your own manifesting campaign. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think that's it for today. Uh, I will be. All of our my equipment is in now, yay! And uh, we'll be switching over to our new podcasting platform and format probably in the next two weeks. So I'm excited about it. But I wanted to just you know come on and and chat and uh, and just you know give you guys this this latest download of info because I always get these classes downloaded to me. Um, you know, middle of the week or whatever, or late at night, middle of the night, and um, and I get I get excited about it. So it was fun to, to chat with you for today. And I will end with my motto, which is, you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in 5G frequency, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great rest of your day.